You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Mitch and Elizabeth are getting married. We're getting hitched. <laughs> We're getting hitched. There will be no less than three things that go wrong, one of which will be major. And you're not going to be attending unless you're on the list. Biggest air quotes possible because perfect is an illusion. That's right. Mitch and Elizabeth are getting hitched and we are 31 weeks away from the big date. Elizabeth, how are you? Doing well. We are in the icebox hanging out with (laughs) Jeremiah. Who is? Who is a friend of mine from college. We've known each other now for 11 years. That would be correct. Uh, fall of 20, uh, 2009. Yep. We are getting old. Yeah. Because my first memory of Jeremiah, and I'm going to avoid naming names oh because boy. the individuals are now all mothers. <laughs> but uh, Not by me. Let's not, clarify. No, yeah, no, no, not by Jeremiah. <laughs> not by, no. They are all happily married and have children from their, their significant others. But... Um, attended a party off campus and I was the designated walker because we were close enough that we didn't need a DD, Mm -hmm. but we needed a designated walker because inevitably when you get drunk enough, you lose directional capabilities. And I'm walking my two friends back to campus, one of whom knows Jeremiah and goes screaming across the walkways when she sees him. And then promptly collapses on the floor because she gets the spins. <laughs> and so Jeremiah and I, Jeremiah, I have to, I wasn't very hard, had to convince him to assist me to getting them down to my vehicle because they really wanted Taco Bell. Mm. Taco Bell was required. And then Jeremiah accompanied us to Taco Bell in the most uncomfortable car ride, I think, of his life. Because that was the, the Red Cavalier? Yep. Right? <laughs> my teeny it, tiny. As, as, how, how tall are you? Uh, six four. I mean, as a six four person, I assume you weren't in the front seat. I believe no. I was actually in the back seat. Yeah. But as Beth mentioned, there was alcohol involved. So <laughs> thinking through that, when someone's like, "You have a free ride to Taco Bell," Fair. Fair. even though it was an Arizona plated vehicle in Sioux City, <laughs> Iowa, you might not want to jump in that vehicle. But here we are, you know, eleven years later. Safe and sound. <laughs> Safe and sound. Okay. But yeah. No, that was my. That's my first memory of an interaction with Jeremiah. He may have something sooner than that, but that is my first memory of an interaction with the, each other. I would agree with that. That's the first. <laughs> thing that i recall <laughs> there may have been another random bump in because morningside's very small you know mm-hmm. there's 1200 kids and undergrad 300 in our graduating class so you know kind of everyone mm-hmm. and i'm sure there was orientation i believe it or whatever they yeah. called it uh we probably ran into each other but you didn't know back then yeah you Did, knew only knew who you knew didn't know it was going to be lifelong friendships that's right. Until we decided to uh, take the same political science and history classes, and then that's a whole different level. And torture each other. Yes. Because um, <laughs> that's what friends do, right? Everybody tortures their friends. Is that just us? That might just be us. No, I think that, that is, that's the bonding of a friendship right there. So uh, let's, let's go ahead and ask, how different is she now from when she was in college? Hmm. That's a good question. Because this is the first time I'm seeing her since in two years, roughly. Two years, yeah. Yeah, February. But you, of, but you have regular talks. Yeah, we have, I don't know, once every three months, we have an hour, hour and a half phone call to get caught up. Yep. Um, I do like to think that you, being in her life now, has helped uh, bring her down a little bit calmer. <laughs> stability, which is a good thing. 
because we all know Beth, or a.k.a. Mother Hen Beth, <laughs> gets very nervous and anxious about things. She gets very anxious. Yes. So as much as I might be grounding her, I, I, also, I also feels like sometimes I'm holding her back. So I don't know if it's a good thing or not. I think it's, it's a good thing. And she may not admit it, but you'll know that she does mean it. Okay. So that, that is a good thing. Yep. But she's becoming the person we all knew she would be. <laughs> I mean, she was a go-getter, always did everything in college. We always knew she was going to be this awesome lawyer, leader, whatever she wanted to do. Um, the thing of advice would be if you could find that turnstile in Harry Potter, whatever that thing was. The that Time Turner? Time Turner, yes. That Hermione used. If you could make that or find that, you're going to be the husband of the century. Maybe mm-hmm. life. To really help out because she does all these things. So I have to laugh because he actually purchased me a time turner for Christmas. No. I did. <laughs> That's awesome. I like, I that was my no Christmas idea. gift. Just for the audience to know, I had no idea. Like this is just me giving you advice on Beth <laughs> and a gazillion activities she does, and she over over overbooks herself. She does. This is the right thing that she needed. So mm-hmm. that is hilarious. So you're on the right track. <laughs> Thank you. And funny enough, talking about me overbooking myself, I am marrying somebody who also overbooks themselves. This is true. This is also true. So do two negatives make a right? Is that how that works? I mean, or? We, have, we have been <laughs> able to make it work through COVID. So maybe that's once, once we're finally past all of that and people can actually have social lives again, it, we, we're going to have to reassess what it is that we do <laughs> for our calendars. But right now, like right now, yeah, sure. We can podcast three night, three times a night, five nights a week. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it also helps you can take advantage of that time. Like you're not letting go to waste. So overbooking it right now is great. Yeah. And the people who listened to the previous podcast with Adam and Nicole, I totally agree with them. Communication is huge. So the fact that you both communicated that you overbooked things, it's a good start. It's a good start, folks. <laughs> it's, it's a good start. Except admittance of the problem is the first step to recovery. That's right. Wait, I thought denial was the first step. Well, it's the first stage. Oh, yeah, that's the first stage. Admittance is the first okay, step there we to go. actually going. Like, you're not an alcoholic if you never admit that you get drunk. That's right. This is true. This is very true. <laughs> and that's actually what we're here today to talk to you about. No, <laughs> oh man, it's just like how I met your mother. There's an invention sign on the, the door. <laughs> um, so this is literally the first time we've met. Correct. First time we've talked. Like yes, because I, I, I've gotten to talk to a few of her friends. Like she's she's thrown me in and on her uh, big Zoom calls every once in a while, or mm-hmm. someone's having a birthday. But this is the first time I've got to actually talk to you, Jeremiah, and I've 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 got to hear a lot of the stories. But I'm glad that I actually get to meet you now. So this is a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun so far, and I'm I'm glad that we're capping it off with t- making this podcast. But as I've come to learn, you are the wedding expert. <laughs> Not so much in ha- being married yourself, but in attending weddings. So, what are what is it the what are the um What's not 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 resume, but the uh, uh, your CV? Yeah. What, why is it that you're the wedding expert? So I'll go ahead and, and, and give you his CV, <laughs> Jeremiah. Well, prior to 2019. You were going. You were going to be ten weddings per year for ten years straight. Correct. Or more. Or more. I had to turn some of them down because I just couldn't there fit were, them in. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much time in here. You only have so, so many weekends. Yeah. <laughs> so we. True. So we are looking at ninety plus weddings so far. <laughs> yeah, and last year was two, and one of them I couldn't attend because I had COVID. Yeah. So I had to zoom in, but uh, yeah. Otherwise, I think so. And I assume these aren't all just within your vicinity. These are around the country. 
Correct. Okay. So it's been Vegas, uh, Maryland, Minneapolis, Kansas City, Omaha, Des Moines, small Eastern Colorado, and a, a, a hay field. I mean, just middle of nowhere. Like they had a hay rack and hay bales, and all I could see is blue sky. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just kind of all over the place. It, it's amazing, but I. Like I guess people like to say that I am a Mr. Social Butterfly, so I know a lot of people, so you get invited to it. I think Target really appreciated me because I bought a lot of towels for my friends over the last couple of years because <laughs> we're all coming out of college. Why would you not want fresh new towels? Uh-huh. New towels, you know, that is the thing that a lot of people probably don't think about buying for themselves, and there you are. That's yeah, us. exactly. <laughs> Jeremiah has them covered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 10 weddings a year for 10 years, what's the thing that makes a good wedding? I think it's like everything in life. It's for sure the people. Okay. And it's hard for people to not focus on themselves. When you try to make it about the people whose wedding you're celebrating, that's a big deal. It's their day, right? And as we were discussing earlier, I think it's kind of cool. I've learned over all these weddings is all these same people celebrating their big day will never be in the same room again, more than likely. The only time that will ever happen is if someone would pass away for a funeral. But if you think about it, no other time in history will we ever be able to celebrate with each other, which is really cool, regardless of what you believe and whatnot. But that's kind of a cool fundamental thing, like, this is awesome. This will never happen again. So I always recommend go out and talk to the cousins, the grandmas. You know, Go dance with the grandma and grandpas or the aunt and uncles or... Even the crazy people that are going to bring in politics and religion into the conversations, go talk to them just so you can have some stories. Because it's all about stories. That's what life's about. The experiences and the stories we tell each other. You and Mary, do it for the story. Yeah, I mean, how are you going to also do make memories? I mean, that's that's true. That's literally the only thing you have to say if you want to get either of them to do anything. It's just be like... Do it for the story. They're like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, yes. Depends on the severity of the story. As having a brother who is a lawyer and other friends and Beth as a lawyer, they've kind of trained me, think a little bit more before you <laughs> react, you know, because there are consequences to actions. Always. In most cases these days. It seems like sometimes some people can get away with things, but that's a whole different conversation. So, so do it for the story in drink that mystery drink. Not so much do it for the story in jumping into the polar bear pit. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Correct. That is right. Moderation. Yes. Excellent moderation. Exactly. I love it. Okay. So so do it for the story. Get that get out there, talk to everybody. You know, that makes for a good wedding. That's that's on the guests though. What what's it on us? What 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 makes it a good experience for the guest for us to do? As the one throwing the party. Right, that's a good question. You want to keep it lively. Mm-hmm. And I guess when I say that is kind of keep things kind of moving. A large group of people can't just sit around for a long time. Then then that's when people start doing crazy things. Keep things moving. So so for your wedding, what time does it start? 4:30. 4:30. Ceremony's awesome. at 4:30. Half hour ceremony. Half hour half ceremony. Hour. Okay, and then we lead into what? Cocktail hour. Awesome. Cocktail hours, hour, hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Perfect. Then you lead into dinner. Dinner, even better. So you're you're kind of scheduling moving things along. You know you're going to people early. There's going to be people that are lagging. Just kind of keep the flow going, keep the laughs, uh, you know, the music. I think it's going to be awesome. You're bringing in a band, correct? Mm-hmm. So that that's something different, something unique. I think that's going to be a great opportunity because, as we discussed earlier, 
the problem with DJs is some of them focus on themselves and they ruin the whole night and it's just terrible. I mean, you don't want that guy. We, we also have we some DJs. We are looking for his hot list. Yeah, yeah. We don't care about you, Mr. DJ. We care about the bride and groom uh-huh. and us, okay? That's what we're paying you for. Exactly. And we, I mean, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, no, you're paying also. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Uh, I'm busy that weekend. Gifts are for. <laughs> but just kind of keeping the flow, keeping it loose. The big thing is, which I think you guys did really well, is you have accommodation set up. Everything's local, it's centralized, it makes people feel safe nowadays. That's a big deal. You know, Phoenix is very easy to get to, people don't have to worry about driving. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I've been to weddings where it's in the middle of nowhere. There's not a hotel within an hour. So guess what that encourages? Drunk driving. Right. Not cool. No. no. So I think you guys are doing the right things by doing that. But also at the same time, it is your day. So you can be a little picky on, you know what? We want to do this. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do everything to please them. And I know sometimes Beth may do that and go down that rabbit hole. Tell her, no, honey, that's, this is our day. <laughs> this is our day. We don't need to worry about that. <laughs> those people don't like it, take a hike. They can kick rocks. Yes, kick rocks. There you go. <laughs> yep. Okay. Because this is always the more fun question. Least favorite wedding tradition. Least favorite. Now, now, Jeremiah has the advantage of listening to the past podcast, so he knows what it is that has been the most common answer, but <laughs> what is it? I mean, if that's your answer also, that's fine, but if you have uh, a different answer, that's fine. That's a tough one okay. because, <coughs> excuse me, I've gone to so many weddings at so many different denominations so are you talking about like the ceremony itself or what do you mean thinking overall like the thing that may have been even maybe just once that they did that was stated to be a tradition um so i'm thinking more like garter toss or open mic speeches or dollar dance dollar dance or not so much necessarily the ceremony maybe it is something in the ceremony Maybe, maybe you hate the unity sand thing. I don't know. Hmm. I, I do not like having to sit through First Corinthians or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, as a Catholic, you know, we always talk about like readings and whatnot. I agree. You hear the same ones over and over. And it's like, God, oh, I heard that a hundred times. But maybe they're doing that for a reason. No, no. Be I, better. But I, I totally agree. Yeah. It, some people, it's like, you know what? I don't need to care about this reading. <laughs> I guess the bouquet toss, like, what's the point of that in the garter toss? Yeah. I mean, I understand it for younger couples because there's going to be a lot of single people. But fortunately or unfortunately, <laughs> we are getting married at a later age than most of our Peers, yeah. other than yourself. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I'm, I'm not married either. So, so it's, it's not going to be a lot of single people other than kids <laughs> under so, the age of 18. Yeah. So like, we're refu- I refuse to do bouquet toss because I have definitely attended the wedding where I was the only single female yeah. except for the children. And like me and a bunch of six-year-olds trying to do the bouquet toss is just awkward. You don't want to be that it's person. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Like for me, when they do that, like the garter toss, I'm like, I'm going to sit here. Uh, you guys can make fun of me all you want. I'm just going to keep drinking, and uh, you can do your thing. Yeah, and I and I refuse to do the garter toss because I refuse to have like I'm not going to be put on display that way. Like I, I you're already I on display. Mitch, the whole I am not going to have Mitch reaches face up my uh, my skirt in front of God and everybody to try and pull off the garter. Yeah, that's just, like that's just not happening. No, that's not a good one. And I I, I do agree with the the speeches. It should be. The best man, you know, the maid of, maid, maid or maid? Maid. Maid, okay. Maid of honor. 
the other thing is it kind of should put a time cap on that because some people just start getting like wait. So I've been to places where we've had to cut them off because they're so drunk because they're so nervous. And there's other places like the the bridesmaid is crying and she mm-hmm. can't talk. Mm-hmm. And you know that's just the way it goes sometimes. But it should be short, sweet, kind of funny, to the point. Okay. Your big moment's over. It's not about you saying the speech. It's about the couple. Yeah. I guess that would probably be the one I would focus the most on. Mm-hmm. The speeches. That made, that's speeches. Fair. Speeches has been a big part of her yeah. wedding planning. Like it, it. It's only the people that she's that we have designated <laughs> to give the speech. And, and I'm requiring prepared. Like I'm like you need to provide a prepared. Like I don't need to see it. We don't need to see it. It can go in the binder and go to my person who's my day of. Um, who's a friend of ours. I'm like, that's fine. I don't need to see it. I just need to know you have something written. So when you stand up and lose all sense, you have something in front of you to speak. Right. You have some kind of outline, right? (laughs) Trying to memorize it. You think you're cool. And you get up there and you go, uh, and you freeze. And then everyone's like, oh no, you don't want that. Right. I mean, we're humans. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But, um, no, and it should be highly entertaining. Slightly terrifying, mostly entertaining. Mary is my maid of honor, so that's who's giving the speech. Okay, so we're going to have to tell Mary to take a deep breath, not talk fast, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the, the process, right? Oh, no, it should be highly entertaining to watch her speak as quickly as she can. Oh, I didn't even think about that. It's okay. I will have it all. I have a videographer. I will have it all recorded, <laughs> and then we can play it in slow-mo back later so that we can actually understand what it is she said. <laughs> like the after party. How yeah. awesome would that be? <laughs> and then we could create a drinking game for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to kill me for saying that. That's oh. oh, yes. Oh, that's funny. I, I think that's going to be... I think that's going to be the some of the best part. Like, obviously, getting to meet everybody in this... That's part. Of, that's been a part of Elizabeth's life for for so long that that I didn't know about. Like that, literally, have not been a thing that I have got to see or know about her. Has been has been great. So knowing that you are all going to be at the wedding to support her and be there for her when I inevitably trip down the aisle or whatever. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> going, that's my job. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be a fun time. So. Uh, I think that's that's good. Um, yeah, because you know Beth is we would probably say, and she probably would say, we're part of her family. Now mm-hmm. we're not blood related, so would we? Would it be wrong for us to think like, do we trust him? You know, do we trust his family? <laughs> like, yeah, you're gonna have those thoughts. Now I'm not I'm not saying that towards you. I'm just saying, hey, go and go meet the other people to understand where he comes from because we all come from different backgrounds and lives mm-hmm. and it's like hey we're kind of entrusting you with our good friend kind of take care of her you know <laughs> she's the mother to take care of us well now it's like hey you better take care of her for us type of deal and also misery loves company so thanks man <laughs> I keep feeling like I'm getting ganged up on uh, I mean I think that's kind of what we're both going to feel at the wedding day like yeah, it's fair <laughs> But I get to have your mom on my side, so I'm okay with this. This is true. So have you guys ever had one of your interviewees ask you, what are you most worried about on the wedding day? Have they thrown that question We actually haven't had anybody ask us any questions. I think everybody's been too anxious about doing this. Most people people that we've talked to have not, not used to being on microphone, so... I am most anxious, and Jeremiah's going to laugh at this because it's pretty... Actually, both of you are going to laugh at me for this. I am terrified that people will go hungry. Like something's going to go wrong with food. It's going to be late, or it's not going to be good, or something along... And people are going to be hungry. Because like that is the fastest way to ruin a party is 
to yeah. not have people fed. And like, I am terrified that that will occur. Second most terrifying is that I am definitely going to trip down the aisle and just eat it. <laughs> just so straight are you wearing out. heels? That's the first question. Yes. Okay. Is the dress super long in front? Yes. Okay. It's going to happen. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could tell yourself it's going to happen. So then like reverse psychology and then it doesn't happen. Is that what you're hoping for? Well, I'm going with it's going to happen. But my dad is used exactly. to me tripping and falling, so he should be able to hold me up. Your, your father is going to be holding you so tightly <laughs> that you will trip, and you won't even phase you. Like, you are still going to be just carried. just dragging me down. Yes. <laughs> Which is kind of cool, because that would be synonymous with your dad passing you on to Mitch. So then, <laughs> then you would have to bat the rest forward. He goes, I've been doing this for X amount of years. Yes, I'm not going to say best age because I get in a lot of trouble. And uh, he gives it to care. you. She gives you to her uh-huh. and it's golden. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool. If, if that's the scenario you think is going to happen, there's kind of a, a special bond between that if you look deeper into it. There you go. I think that, I think my, I, I mean, I don't really have a fear. I just know that something Something is going to happen. It's not going to be something that ruins the wedding. It was just going to be something. He's afraid I'm going to lose my mind over whatever goes wrong. <laughs> yes. That, honestly, that is the biggest thing. I am afraid that she is going to have a panic attack and she is going to freak out. And, and nothing that is going to happen that day cannot be corrected or overlooked Correct. or is not really that big of a deal. And, and unfortunately, she is going to be all nerves. And even if one of her bridesmaids slips in some very good hard alcohol. <laughs> she is going to still be very nervous about the whole thing. Um, but uh, honestly, I don't, I don't see how there could be anything that's going to quote unquote ruin, ruin the day. Mm-hmm. I just, I just know that the two of us being there and having it done, be done is, is literally going to be it. It's going to be, it's going to just be us. If I, I don't know if I'm not putting it in the right words, but it's going to be us. Yes. Yeah. And, and the fact that all of our friends and family are going to be there is just cake. Absolutely. And, and that's one thing If I would say is, if as a person that's going to be there to support you two, I would hope that you don't miss out on this opportunity. It only happens once. We want you to enjoy it. Embrace it. Love it. All that. Is everything going to be perfect? Nothing's perfect for Beth, let's be real, right? Well, except for Mitch. He's perfect. I mean, I'm not perfect for her, but I'm, I'm a good runner You can strive for excellence, exactly. right? Exactly. I'm always yeah. working towards it. But she's always going to have, she could always just nitpick stuff. And, and, and that's great. She has that great mother, motherly habit, and that's a good thing. But on your wedding day, I guess for me and probably everyone else who's listening to this would agree, it's about you. Remember it, cherish it, love it. It's going to be a great time. So you've given a lot of good advice so far. Uh, what What's uh, one of your best memories from one of the many weddings you've gone to? Oh, boy. Best memory. So one wedding I was at, I saw a police officer cut off the bride and groom because they were too drunk at the bar. True story. <laughs> cut them off at their own wedding. Yeah. Then they went home and the rest of the party kept going. Um Another one is my cousin in Maryland. Uh, he was in the military, uh, like the cavalry, so he's a tank commander. Him and his uh, best man decided to get in a saber fight. Of course. Of course. I mean, like why you would you not? Alcohol and sabers. They're right there. Yeah. The sabers are it's there. right there next to you. <laughs> um, this, is, this, is good infor- this is good information. <laughs> I'm now thinking about this. <laughs> Hopefully Mitch's uh, 
uh, Grimsmen bring like uh, lifesavers, lifesavers, and they get fighting. We're not going to have any lightsabers. Uh, last time we checked, I think our guys, are, your 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 ladies are going to have wands. Yeah, and you guys are going to have we sonic, have sc- screw- sonic screwdrivers. That's right. So we'll, from Doctor Who, we might do something. And then Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Have you guys said that on the podcast before? No. No. I, I didn't think, think so. so. Nope. I was like, that's new. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I think actually I intentionally like Kept it a steered away from lightsabers. Oh, lightsabers, yes. <laughs> Oops. Well, I'm not a Star Wars. He's person. not a huge Star Wars fan, oh, okay. so it wasn't that, hard. That, well, yeah. But like it was definitely I think one of those in the back of my brain that I was like, mm, plastic swords and drunk men. Now, if you want to give us all Captain America shields, I might be throwing those around. That would be kind of cool. Or, like, you could hold one. I like where and this conversation's going. Your other hand, you could hold, like, a red cup, and you could do, like, Pong, bounce it in for there drinks or something. There you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, that's... Of of the the things that you've seen at different weddings, is there a big faux pas that you were just like, I don't believe that... You don't have to give out any names. You don't have to... You know, is, this, is there anything that you've just been like... Is there anything that rises to the level of guest abuse? Yes. Yeah. One of my friends had... They're from a small town, and they had a wedding. It was about a 40-minute drive, and that hometown maybe had one hotel, like in a Midwest hotel, small yeah. town, so, you know, it's... Can be uh, sketchy, sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> sketchy, and we kind of brought the idea up, and they basically said that's for other people to worry about. And I'm like, that's not cool. Like, it's your big day. It's about entertaining your guests. So th- that would be the big. That was not cool type of deal. Not mm. providing any transport, safe transportation. Right. It, that was basically they were being too cheap about it. Is what it was. Yeah. I, I hate to say it, but that's what it was. Yeah. No, makes sense. You have any questions? I think that's all of my questions. Okay. So you've given advice for the wedding day. What can you give us for our marriage? I would agree with Adam and Nicole that communication is key. Mm-hmm. I would also suggest maybe you guys do one of those uh, suggestion jars or whatever for people, maybe for like a date night or something, you know, to keep things going you're gonna have some friends that are gonna make some funny jokes mm-hmm. and stuff like that but you are going to have shitty days i don't know if we can swear but i just did okay <laughs> we're humans you're gonna have rough days you're going to at work she's going to at work mm-hmm. it's gonna happen you got to communicate it's okay to have bad days Rem- f- find out what those trigger points are or and push them tr- <laughs> yes no, exactly <laughs> push bus- best buttons <laughs> but figure out Maybe like a safe word or something. You know, Brene Brown always talks about that in her books. Like, comes home to her husband, I'm at 10%. Like, I am way in the dumps. My battery needs recharged. Can you help me out today? Okay, so then maybe Mitch has to pick up more slack. But there could be some days you're both at 10% and you go, what do we do? Find that center thing that makes you too happy where you both can go and just de-stress. If that's a walk, whatever, a movie, a Thursday night movie dinner date like you guys do, sweet. Do something like that. Think of things that you both can go towards that make you both happy because you're going to have those bad days. Mm-hmm. Like a rock in the middle, if that makes sense. Something mm-hmm. that's solid, that's not going to move, and you both can go to it. A touchstone. Yeah, or something, you know, like that. Good right. advice. Yeah. Thank you. So thank you again for coming on the, on the, pod, on the podcast. And uh, 
and uh, and eventually showing up to the wedding. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm very excited for the wedding. 31 weeks, correct? 31 weeks. 31 weeks. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great time. Hopefully people are ready to, to party and dance. Um, if not, Beth is probably going to come kick us onto the dance floor. This is right. So it's going to kind of happen. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time and look forward to meeting everyone. Uh, if you have any more advice or uh, traditions you'd like to talk about about weddings, please reach out to me. I am on Twitter at Mitchopedia, G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. Where can people find you online, Elizabeth? With the rest of Geek Elite Media at Geek Elite Media and our Facebook page forward slash Geek Elite Media. I know I don't usually ask, but do you have any social media you want to give out? I do, but unfortunately, this is the first Friday of Lent, and I gave up social media. So I'm off it until... Whenever Easter is in April, I think. So yep. if people want to bombard you for they you could to just reach out spam after. the hell out of me right now, which <laughs> would be kind of funny, and then I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to talk to that person, or I'm going to get you really drunk at the wedding. You're going to hate me the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so where can people spam you? Uh, so I believe my Twitter is uh, jcurry30, and then uh, Facebook. Just go to Best Friends, and you'll find me. And then uh, Instagram, I believe, is jjcurry30. Uh, real cool. I post a lot of books I read. Real awesome and flashy. Hey, that's actually really cool. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Check out our website, geeklymedia.com, for more archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network. Uh, whatever podcatcher you use to listen to this podcast, please rate and review us so it helps spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Geeking to the Chapel on the Geekly Media Network saying always remember to geek, geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast. Beep.